Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And we're going to start off with uh, just a quick little recap because there are a ton of interesting headlines uh, flying left, right, and center. Uh, we're looking forward to the WBC confirming the Wilder Ruiz fight and sanctioning it uh, for a November 8th date, it seems. Uh, I'm, look I'm looking at uh, poor old Jerem Boots Ennis is feeling a little left out. And uh, he's requested the IBF to order a, a fight with Errol Spence. Uh, interesting that Eddie Hearn just can't stay out of the news. He says that uh, Canelo wants Bivol. You know, he's the guy that beat him. <laughs> all right. Uh, and, of course, we all have heard that uh, Alexander Usyk wants Deontay Wilder after he beats Fury. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The fun doesn't stop. Devin Haney is expected to vacate the 135-pound title to avoid Lomachenko. That's be interesting. It's not like uh, Devin Haney to avoid anything. Um, and Combosis, George, George Combosis Jr., remember him? He's back in the lab, sharpening skills for his next fight, apparently. But the big news, seriously, uh, we got the, we got a huge fight between Katie Taylor coming up uh, at Madison Square Garden. Um Sorry, not she's, not she's not fighting in America. She's not fighting in America. We're not talking about. Uh, she's sorry. Let's start that again. Katie Taylor, who uh, fought at Madison Square Garden against Amanda Serrano last time uh, to maintain uh, an undefeated record, is set to fight Karen Carabajal at the OVO Arena in Wembley on Saturday night, October 29th. This is to defend her undisputed lightweight world title. And it's going to be shown on the zone as we might expect. And it looks to be an absolutely ph phenomenal fight. It was well covered uh, by Holly Donovan on her uh, episode. You can catch that on talkandfight.com. Uh, anyway, the um, I'm looking forward to this. You know, Kate Taylor is 21 0 and uh, certainly put on an epic fight when she fought uh, Serrano, as I said early in the year against. Uh, uh, Amanda and and put Amanda into that pay bracket that uh, mainly due to Jake Paul, but uh, you know put her in a pay bracket that she deserves to be in, as well as Katie Taylor, of course. But uh, but anyway, it's it's going to be a great fight. I'm looking forward to it. That starts off today's episode. Let's move along quickly now to see what else is happening in the world of boxing. We see that Jack Bateson and Shabazz Masood are ready to face off. Uh, for a fight that took place last night, I see. Uh, I got that all wrong, didn't I? Oh, no, 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 I'm not wrong. Here goes. Tempers could flare as Jack Bateson and Shabazz Masood square off tonight in a special face-off that promises to get very heated. So this was uh, last night. My guess is it was a, what they call a presser. Uh, Bateson and Masood clash on Friday, November 11th at Pro Bellum Sheffield in a sizzling super bantamweight showdown that boxing fans can't wait to see in the UK. But tonight, that's last night, two weeks out from one of the most anticipated all-British fights of the year, the rivals meet in a virtual head-to-head -head hosted by Sam Jones. So I guess uh, this is not what we call news, but uh, news about news. So um, the press conference that they had was, I guess, a virtual press conference, which is sort of news but said sam jones head of talent relations over pro bellum i can't wait to do this uh, virtual head-to-head -head. bateson and masood 
are just two weeks away from the biggest fight of their careers and I expect there to be tension and a needle between this pair this evening. That's pretty good. At the end of the day, um, we do it all the time. You're on talk and fight. Uh, why these guys can't do it <laughs> and haven't done it uh, until now is beyond me. But anyway, elsewhere, let's have a look at what Matchroom is saying. Pat McCormick and Mark Dickinson have both signed with Matchroom. Matchroom Boxing have completed the, the double signing of Tokyo 2020 Olympic silver medalist Pat McCormack and decorated former Team GB podium squad member Mark Dickinson. McCormack is 2-0, two knockouts, enjoyed a glittering amateur career culminating in Olympic silver in the welterweight division. Uh, before that, the 27-year-old from Sunderland won a gold medal at the 2018 Commonwealth Games on the Gold Coast and a gold medal at the 2019 Olympic Games in Minsk. Durham's Dickinson, for his part, he's 3-0, one knockout, made waves in the amateurs representing Team GB on a number of occasions and earning gold at the European and Commonwealth Youth Games. Uh, the 28-year-old, sorry, 23-year-old has made a perfect start in, uh, to life in the paid ranks since turning over in 2021, picking up three wins from three fights in the middleweight division under the tutelage of Davidson. It's good to know and good to hear that uh, Matchroom is moving ahead, but I'd still like Eddie Hearn to command all of his roster to undertake tests to make sure they're all clean. Speaking of clean, uh, we have a headline here. Dr. Ayini, quote, the IBA's family and Umar Kremlov saved my life. Now, I haven't really talked about Umar Kremlov very much in the past year since the, uh, since the Olympics, probably maybe two years. The president of the International Boxing Association, Umar Kremlev, cured Dr. Ayeni. A, a touching story about life and boxing. Dr. Joseph Ayeni had been involved in the development of, in boxing in Africa for more than 30 years, and his contribution is invaluable. For a long time, he was one of the members of the IBA board of directors, but due to his illness, Dr. Ayeni left his post. Sometime after his retirement, he was hospitalized with a diagnosis of a stroke. After unsuccessful attempts to cure Dr. Ayani, the news about the state of health reached the president of the IBA, Umar Kremlov. Umar Kremlov immediately arranged appropriate treatment for Dr. Ayani and then sent him to rehabilitation. Now Dr. Ayani is at home with his family. He's perfectly healthy and full of energy. I really believe that IBA is a family. Everyone is priceless and even after retirement. I'm grateful to fate that everything happened this way. Umar takes his place with dignity. He is truly a man of his word. Thank you, my good friend, for giving me a few more days of my life. Thank you, the entire IBA boxing family, for taking care of the older generations, said Dr. Ayani. Boxing is a family. So there you go, a nice, uh, a nice story from the IBA, something you don't hear that often in the professional ranks, certainly. Uh, but, uh, you know, I hear talks are underway to create a union uh, for boxers and to take care of uh, those uh, veterans who fought so long for virtually nothing uh, compared to what fighters are getting paid these days. Well, the, the headliners, let's say. Speaking of headliners, Eros Korea versus Luis, oh gosh, this name again, Savdera headlines Thompson card on November 5th. Now, I have gone through this story before, so there's no need for me to repeat Luis Fernando's last name again out of uh, San Luis Potoso in Mexico. 
Uh, this is all about a show put on by Thompson Boxing called New Blood. It's taking place at the Omega Omega Products International Arena in Sacramento, California. Yes, I definitely went through this. I was hoping. Oh yes, there are now some. There's more information on the the undercard. Here we go. In the eight-round co-main event, Oakland's own Damione Cato Kane, seven and zero, six knockouts. Um, battles Rashid Stevens, six and one, five knockouts out of Gardena, California. It's a super welterweight contest, sure to be a biggie. On the on, on the undercard, we're going to see Sure Mumutovic, five zero and one, out of San Francisco, fighting Cody Kerr. Uh, lightweight Kane Sandoval facing an opponent to be announced. Welterweight Alamedina out of Fresno take his make his pro debut against the opponent to be announced. And yes, I did I did announce this. I apologize for repeating myself. Opening the card will be middleweight Rowdy Montgomery out of Victorville, California, facing Rick Graham, 9-27-4 out of Houston, Texas in the sixth rounder. You know why I remember mentioning this? Because it's sponsored by Hustler Casino. And I was going to check to see if that was the same hustler as in hustler magazine but i didn't i forgot maybe someone could make a comment as to whether or not it is that very same hustler brand anyway speaking of uh, stripping down um william hill stripped podcast a series in which ex-footballers and celebrities are invited to take us a trip down memory lane by revisiting their favorite shirts fox fox said this is Carl Frock. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, he's a former, uh, oh, yeah, former uh, w- uh, world super middleweight champ from the UK. And he told William Hill's podcast that if he returned to the ring for one last fight, it would be to take on Jake Paul. And adding, he would take his uh, take his brother on, Logan, as well. Uh, anyway, he goes, Frock said, if I could have one last fight, it would be Jake Paul. I'd, I'd absolutely smash him to bits easy (laughs) wow quote jake paul can't fight he's pretending he's conning people he's got his audience i don't begrudge him he's making money and doing what he's doing but he's not a professional boxer he knows not to come anywhere near me he's bigger than me he's 14 stone he's younger than me he's fresher he thinks he can fight i wouldn't even train for this guy i'd do a bit of training myself i might add uh the odd little run to get the heart beating but i'd take jake paul to school and hammer him he knows it. He wouldn't fight me. No chance. And added, I'd fight him and his brother on the same night. <laughs> what they could do is take in turns. So Jake could do round one, Logan could do round two, so that I have a four-minute breather between rounds. It's never been done. It's exhibition boxing. I'd take them both on. Uh, sorry for that uh, quick giggle, but that does end my episode for this Friday. It is a Friday. We're heading into a weekend. Um Anyway, uh, look forward to seeing you at 4 p.m. for Knuckle Up with Mike Orr and Cedric Ben. Um, And then we do the Friday night panel at 7 p.m. Eastern time with Tim Witherspoon. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we'll see you back uh, on the Friday night panel.